the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Really interesting questions from Fox News' Peter Ducey at the White House yesterday to White House spokes stooge John Kirby. Uh, Ducey trying to uh, get Kirby to talk about the government's efforts to discern where COVID came from. Lab, wet market, bioweapon. Uh, here is Ducey's question and John Kirby's answer. A bill requiring the DNI to declassify the COVID origins intel passed the Senate. If it passes the House, too, would President Biden sign it? I won't get ahead of the president's decision-making, um, uh, Peter, but uh, look, we, a couple of things to keep in mind. Right after taking office, the president declassified uh, and, had, and made public the DNI's uh, initial findings here about the source of, of COVID. So he already very swiftly and unilaterally put information out there. That's one. Two, the intelligence community continues to assess the origins of COVID. I know I've seen press reporting about some preliminary findings that, of a classified nature, but there's still no consensus. Um, and that's why the president has directed the team to stay at the work, because he wants to know. He wants to know as best we can know what the origins were so that we can work to better prevent a future pandemic. Yeah, that sure sounds good, doesn't it? Joe Biden's on the case. He wants to prevent a future pandemic. I'd like that. I would like to prevent future pandemics. What John Kirby didn't tell you there is that the government entity that a week ago came up with its conclusion that COVID was from a lab was not just the Energy Department as a whole, but a special group of the Energy Department called Z Division. Z Division. They used up every other letter, I think, for every other committee they had. Z Division specializes in investigating biological threats. So these are guys who are well-versed in matters like COVID. But what John Kirby didn't tell you, what Josh Rogan of the Washington Post writes today in his column, is this. What's widely known is that Z Division scientists were already investigating the origins of the pandemic three years ago. But after reporting, listen to the timetable on this, but after reporting internally in May of 2020, five months after Joe became, Biden became president, after reporting internally in May of 2020 that both the lab leak and the wet market origin of COVID were plausible, both were plausible, Experts at the national laboratories were pulled off the case. Oh, so in May of 2020, these biological threat experts say, hey, um, the lab leak theory is legit. Now, you got to go back to how the lab leak theory was viewed in May of 2020. Oh, if you said it in May of 2020... You also got to say something else. You got to say goodbye to your Twitter account. You got to say goodbye to your YouTube channel. You got to say goodbye to your Facebook page. 
You got to say goodbye to all of that because you were a fringe extremist. You were a racist fringe extremist. So all these guys who specialize in biological threats, five months into Biden's presidency, say, hey, the lab leak theory is legit. Now, that was not a popular opinion. And so they were pulled off the case. Now, in May of 2021, it says President Biden ordered the intelligence community to conduct a 90-day review of intelligence related to the origins of coronavirus. He made a point of directing the national laboratories to resume their work on the issue as part of that review. So there appears to be, there actually is a big reversal of course here by the Biden administration. What could have happened between May of 2020 and May of 2021 when he first issued the directive to, yeah, cheese it, stop it, no, lab leak, no, 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 no more. And then in May of 2021, he said, okay, we'll do a 90-day review. That's pretty obvious. Public pressure changed. Remember all those Rand Paul, Anthony Fauci given takes, mostly where Paul was giving it to Fauci and Fauci was taking it, looking for the nearest door to run through and get out of there before he wound up in handcuffs? Public pressure has forced the Biden administration to seek answers where it obviously in May of 2020 did not want to seek answers. So now we go back to the White House briefing room yesterday and a follow-up question from Peter Ducey to spoke stooge John Kirby. But we've got the FBI director saying most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. If, if a foreign country came to the United States and killed 1.1 million Americans with guns, would the president just let that slide? Nobody's letting anything slide. That's why the president wants the intelligence community to work so hard to, to get to, hopefully, to get some, to some answers that, uh, that we can rely on. Right now, there's just no consensus. Uh, it's hard to take a look at what the president has done here in terms of declassifying and making public information already, mm. in terms of the constant and consistent briefings to members of Congress in a classified and unclassified setting in just recent weeks on what the origins of COVID were and on his tasking again to the intelligence community to keep at that work and come away from that thinking that he's not taking this seriously. Oh, really? He's taking it seriously. Well, let me go back to Josh Rogan's column in the Washington Post today. U.S. government organizations such as the National Institute of Health, that's Anthony Fauci, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and the U.S. Agency for International Development have spent the past three years thwarting congressional requests for transparency on their work with the Wuhan labs on bat coronavirus research. Only through lengthy court battles and leaks has some of that information trickled out. Yes, the Biden administration has done everything like they always do on gas prices and egg prices and everything else. They've done everything they can. In this instance, they actually have done everything they can to stop people from finding out where COVID came from. But the public pressure, sometimes, sometimes the public pressure wins out. Now, we're going to talk to Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network at 12.05 today. Theohiopressnetwork.com is an interesting story. Here's the headline. Are turbocharged cancers 
being driven by COVID-19 shots and boosters. Atlantic Magazine, they cite a piece noting a Belgian immunologist, his name is Michael Goldman, whose blood cancer grew exponentially almost immediately after receiving a COVID-19 booster shot in September of 2022. So what do you know about this guy? You know he's got cancer. You know he's not anti-vax because he got a booster. Can't get the booster till you get the vaccine. So he had a vaccine and a booster. In just a few weeks, his cancer progressed from a smattering of inky spots to so many spots it looked like someone had set off fireworks inside his body. This doctor, he's an immunologist, he should know, and his cancer doctor immediately suspected the Pfizer COVID-19 booster was to blame. It was impossible to ignore that Goldman's cancer had spread rapidly and extensively just days after taking the booster. Then they go to a Swedish doctor who has publicly acknowledged three disturbing observations from her practice. She's seeing more cancer in young patients than the past. Regardless of the patient's size, the size of the tumors are four to five times larger than ever before. Third, there's been a significant increase in the number of patients who who were in remission who now suffer a sudden, aggressive recurrence of their disease shortly after receiving the COVID-19 shots. Here's her quote. I feel very weary. I studied medicine because I wanted to help people. But now it feels like I'm watching people being killed and there's nothing I can do. Man. Our lack of truth-seeking media gives me no confidence that we will ever arrive at a fair reckoning of what these shots actually did to people. And the big part of that is, aside from the political ramifications and the aggravation of them supporting democratic policies, is that finding out mistakes is how you stop future mistakes. Well, I don't know if this is good news or not good news. The people of East Palestine, Ohio, are apparently, eventually, going to be favored with a visit from Joseph R. Biden. Uh, Yesterday at the White House, Capitol Hill reporters were gathering around Joe Biden as he was exiting a lunch with Senate Democrats, and they started badgering him about going to East Palestine, Ohio. And here is what Joe Biden said which means there's going to be a lie in it because the man cannot open his mouth without lying. I've spoken with every official in Ohio, Democrat and Republican, on a continuing basis, as in Pennsylvania. Do you believe that? Do you believe he's spoken with every official in Ohio, Democrat and Republican, on a continuing basis? I don't believe that. Anyway. He also said, I laid out a little bit in there what I think the answers are. Oh, boy. He's the train expert, remember. And here's the part you may or may not care about. We will be implementing an awful lot to the legislation here. Oh, new regulations, I'm sure. I will be out there at some point. 
Biden said before walking away. That's kind of a non, non-binding promise, right? I will be out there at some point. Uh, Mike DeWine yesterday on Fox and Friends says the president needs to come. The people want to see the president. He should be there. I don't know. I mean, at this point in time, they've there's sort of a point in time where if you don't go by a certain point, when you go, it only underscores how long it's taken you to get there. Does he have a hard hat? I sure hope so. <laughs> I hope he looks as silly as the governor does yeah. in his hard hat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Will Joe Biden wear a hard hat? Well, I've seen him in a ball cap. <laughs> Hazardous sight like that, he might trip over and fall down. Heaven yeah, forbid. There's that. I bet there'd be a serious panic if he got some of that soil on him. The people in East Palestine, we don't care so much about them. But the president, uh uh-oh, he fell down. That would be a major, major deal. Now, speaking of politics, they are speaking of politics. It is the annual Conservative Political Action Committee meeting in Washington, D.C. Oxon Hill, Maryland, actually. It's a suburb of Washington. And typically this is a measuring stick for who all has aspirations for future high office in the Republican Party, except there's a shift because... Ron DeSantis is not going. Mike Pence is not going. Who is going? Who's already been there? Who's already spoken there? Well, none other than your beloved Ohio Congressperson, Jim Jordan, and your new Ohio Senator, J.D. Vance. They were not only there, but speaking yesterday, which, of course, is to the uh, everlasting disdain of all Democrats when Jim Jordan gets up and says things like, Crazy is thinking that boys can compete against girls in sports. Crazy is thinking you should defund the police. Crazy is thinking you should let non-citizens vote, which D.C. just passed. Crazy is letting what you know to be a Chinese spy balloon fly clear across the country for a week and then shooting it down. Yes, all of that is crazy. And the reason why crazy has become a Republican talking point is because Sarah Huckabee Sanders did such a phenomenal job in her rebuttal to the State of the Union by saying that, The divide in America today is not black and white. It's not Republican and Democrat. It's not red and blue. It is between those who are normal and those who are crazy. Now, it's very often easy to identify the normal from the crazy by the political labels, but I'm going to presume that there are some, well, a few Democrats who are not completely and totally crazy. Rohana of California, I guess. He's not afraid to admit when Democrats do something stupid. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz was on stage yesterday with J.D. Vance. Boy, can you tell, J.D. Vance is being, (laughs) J.D. Vance is like the new kid in school who is really, really athletically talented. And all the people want to become his friend because they know he's going to be like the quarterback of the football team or the high scorer on the basketball team. So you've got... Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, and the new breed of Republican senator, which is to say the antithesis of Mitch McConnell, all going after J.D. Vance and trying to get him into their friend group, right? We're going to raise J.D. Vance the right way. I have hopes for J.D. Vance. I have high hopes for J.D. Vance. And I have high hopes for whoever will join J.D. Vance in the Senate after 2024 because I sure hope they're caucusing together, which would mean that it's no longer Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown is no longer a senator. That would be wonderful. So Ted Cruz and J.D. Vance were on stage yesterday trashing 
Anthony Fauci. Vance said Fauci, quote, lied under oath. He compelled and persuaded the FBI to censor information about the pandemic, and he used his government power to stifle debate over how the virus originated. True, true, and true. He also said Attorney General Merrick Garland should prosecute Fauci for perjury. Well, I'm not against that. I just would prefer that we get a Republican president and we prosecute Fauci and Merrick Garland together. Now, speaking of CPAC, it's always a good day when we get to play a John Kennedy cut for you on the show. Here is the Louisiana senator talking about one of my favorite topics. Today, I want to talk to you about truth. The unadorned, unvarnished truth. The truth is important. Without the truth, we cannot order society. Without the truth, we cannot survive as human beings. And without the truth, we certainly cannot thrive as human beings. Can you handle the truth? I think you can. The truth is that it is important to speak your mind. So I do. Now, that makes some people mad. But I try not to worry too much about what anyone thinks of me. Except dogs. I really like dogs. You've got to know there's always a uh, punchline in there somewhere. Not always a funny punchline, sometimes a punch you right between the eyes with the truth punchline. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. He probably couldn't get elected to an office higher than senator, but he's one of the few politicians I could listen to all day. He's folksy, he's funny, but he's also very, very searing. And he mentioned something really important there about standing for truth and doing it in the face of criticism. Here's the thing about cancel culture. You can't be canceled unless you agree to be canceled. I know you can lose your job, maybe lose your prominence, your prestige, your platform, or whatever. But the whole end game of cancel culture is to not just take away those things from you if they can, and they will if they can. But what it's really intended to do, cancel culture is not just intended to take away your job, your livelihood, your platform. It's intended to take away your courage to continue to speak true things. It is meant to cudgel you into silence, to be so afraid of cancel culture that you refuse to confront it with truth. Ultimately, you cannot be canceled unless you agree to be canceled. So take heart from the Louisiana Senator. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.